0: Thanks for checking out the Sports Keto Wrestling podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night. Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown. And the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. AEW
1: Double or Nothing is in the books. We have a brand new AEW champion, two new winners in the Owen Hart Foundation Cup, and a lot more stuff that went down in the 2022 edition of Double or Nothing. It's Sports Keto Wrestling. It's the post show. Jeremy Bennett, Jose G on deck. Here we go. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Double or Nothing Post Show here on Sports Keto Wrestling. I'm Jose G. Next to me is Jeremy Bennett. We're gonna be breaking down everything that went down in tonight's marathon long pay-per-view. Uh it was a really fun pay-per-view from start to end, man. I thought re- there was really not a dull moment in tonight's pay-per-view, in <laughs> my opinion.
0: No, not really. Uh, you know, all the matches delivered, even the uh even the ones that had obvious uh, results with them, I thought. Uh, delivered as well um everything uh, i think just came together great to me it didn't really seem like uh, four and a half hours you know i i thought it was uh i thought it was really well done and props to the crowd in vegas for basically keeping the energy up the entire time they uh you know they could have uh they could have died out and uh, they did they did uh they, they were pretty uh pretty hyped the whole show
1: well we're gonna jump into all the matches and talk a little bit about everything guys if you're just tuning in Sound off in the comments. What did you think about this year's Double or Nothing? Go ahead and give us your review, 1 through 10. 10, the best show you've ever seen. One, the crappiest show you've ever seen. We want to get all of your (laughs) reviews. And also, if you're tuning in for the first time, sound off where you're watching from. Share in your favorite wrestling group. Tag your wrestling friends in the comment section so they can join in on the conversation. We're live right now on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. So subscribe to all of our platforms. Smash the notification bell on YouTube so that way you never miss any any brand new content that we drop. So let's jump into, let's talk about the big one, which was just happened just a few minutes ago. The main event, CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW Championship. And man, that match delivered from top to bottom. Great story. And now we have CM Punk as our new AEW
0: champion. How are you, how you feeling about this, Jeremy? Uh, Oh, man, just seeing this live right now. Uh, FTR came to the ring and put CM Punk on their shoulders. A uh, very cool moment. Hopefully we'll see that on YouTube later on. I thought this was a tremendous battle, uh, much uh, like the formula that you give in a main event. You start off slow, and then you ramp it up throughout. I thought the story they told with both of them uh both of them kind of dealing with a hobbled knee both of them trying to do the buck shot of that hobbled knee i know and failing and uh, and the very last buck shot that was attempted that failed into uh, what uh into a great counter of the gts i thought they told a great story i thought the pacing was great the battle was tremendous this was a feud i didn't know where they could find the fire, they found the fire, built it up nicely, and it paid off in the main event. In my opinion, yeah, I think I completely agree with
1: that, man. I think uh, the the story was there from the get, um, and even towards the end of the match, where you see Hangman Page struggling with should he use his title to at his advantage since the referee is down, or should he just stick to being the good guy? And he, we saw that he gave into being the good guy, and he that he paid for that with CM Puck taking advantage and being able to become the new AEW champion. Yeah, how, how, yeah. how
0: about a ref how about a ref bump that didn't lead to any kind of uh any kind of illegal activity. That was uh, quite interesting and refreshing to be honest cuz you don't see too many ref bumps in AEW and uh, they did it and didn't, you know, Hangman had that moment uh, of uh, contemplation and which eventually cost him and uh another just another little small piece of that puzzle in the main event that they did very well. Yeah, man. I think
1: it was a a, a really fun main event. Uh, but let's talk about the big elephant in the room. <laughs> MJF has been a hot topic since uh since yesterday. Uh, apparently not showing at the meet and greets over there in Las Vegas. There is reports left and right, rumors, to be honest with you, that he wasn't showing up, that he didn't get on his flight from Newark all the way to Las Vegas. So many conflicting reports and one person said this and another person said that that he's not going to be there. There was even conversations of Goldberg going to be showing up tonight to face Wardlow. And I'm like, first of all, Tony Khan, even though Tony Khan's a billionaire, he probably can't afford an AW uh, budget to put Goldberg against Wardlow. Uh, So that was just completely just out of left field when I saw that. But we now see that all those rumors were not true. That was just blowing smoke uh, in smoke and mirrors, left and right, and MJF did show up, and he was the opening match for tonight on Double or Nothing against Wardlow, and Wardlow just absolutely destroyed him. MJF didn't even try; like he just absolutely he got eight power bombs in the Power Bomb Symphony. The crowd absolutely loved it. Good payoff. We all kind of knew this was gonna gonna go, but what a way to open up the show, though
0: yeah i i thought uh i you just don't i mean if you followed mjf long enough especially in his time in aew but even before that you know he is smart he's working everybody with this thing um i think he's milking this to uh as much as you can uh with uh with the uh bringing into the real life situations into this here and i think it just showed uh today obviously you know like uh, here uh jim in the chat says he's gonna Pro Wednesday. No, I think he's going to disappear from television for a good month. Um, now if there is truly shit between him and Tony, at least this gives them time, write them off TV, get their shit together uh go from there but i i honestly think it's mjf working everybody just because he's that brilliant of a mind i think uh, i think this is just all part of the plan for him to be honest i know not everything is a work and everybody wants to go to that card but sometimes things are a work so uh, i i thought it was 10 power bombs i guess it was eight i heard eight from different people so man i was hoping maybe for 10 that would have been a, a perfect 10 you know yeah
1: that that, that would have been uh one for each lash been- Right, yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been
0: hilarious. how how weird, how crazy was it to see the graphic? Wardlow is all elite. The guy's been there since the beginning,
1: and he gets- I know, right? And and now he's all elite. It, no, three years later, but yeah. it's it's fun. I thought this was a fun way to open up the show. Yeah, it was exactly um, how it should have went. It, it, yes, exactly. Like everything that should have happened happened, and I'm really happy from the from the way that it opened up um the, the the entire show was wild dude the, the, the entire show was wild the anarchy in the arena match was absolutely insane and we'll get to that here in a little bit but then um what was our second match of the night right after wardlow and, and mjf
0: right after wardlow and mjf was the uh the dream match uh we haven't you know we, we've seen it before but uh, in ring of honor but for the first time in all elite wrestling the hardys taking on the young bucks what's up Romeo? beautiful match uh, yeah, um this was uh you know everything uh that this that, that these two you know should have uh did you know and they they brought it uh they, they truly I loved the Viva Las Vegas uh into the super kick party. Uh, theme music before their their regular music hit and of course they come out as Elvis they've been Elvis before I thought that was tremendous uh and then the match itself man I I thought it was it was it was a very lengthy match um which was to be expected and I think they delivered uh they delivered in all aspects and my god when you set that when you set those ring steps up sideways and do a. oh my a, a, god you do an f and swan. It's, it's late now we can say do a fucking swanton no give no give oh my god no that good was insane. That I, 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 as soon as you saw jeff looking at the turnbuckle you knew he was going to do it and it's like my god that is amazing yeah. um but the match was tremendous the near falls in it were were, were really good um you know, I, 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 this probably won't be the end of it. I, I think they, you know, I really want them to do a ladder match somewhere down the line or, or a TLC match or something. Cause um, just with the history of TLC to have these two do a TLC match would be something that you should, they should do somewhere.
1: I think, I think we're probably going to see that down the road, but this match man was absolutely insane mm-hmm. Um, from a story uh, line standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, it was really good. But if you're a fan, if you're a hardcore fan, bro this is absolutely amazing because you have the 2000 generation
0: mm-hmm. from
1: the 2010 to 2020 generation colliding in a single ring i mean the last time we saw the bucks and, and hardy's do it was in ring of honor if i if i'm not mistaken yep. and this was a few years ago about 4 years ago yeah about and this is about 4 years ago this is the first time it's done on national tv on a on a yep. broad stage right so this is yep. a big deal and the fact that we have these two different generations going at it I love the fact that uh, that the Young Bucks took some of their moves set and applied it during the match, uh, and vice versa. It was it was just fun. Um, I don't know if the Hardys were the right people to win in here, though. Um, honestly, I kind of felt like it, this was um, the Bucks's match to win. Uh, yeah, it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, like I said on Tuesday when we had Bill after on that, I, I felt the Hardys or the 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 Bucks should cheat and set up a ladder match or something like that down the line. So I was a little surprised that the Hardys won. So now maybe, uh, you know, maybe this is the end of it for now, who knows, but uh, it it was a, uh, it definitely delivered. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely, man.
1: Uh, We also got to see the TBS women's championship matchup, Jade Cargill and the J this match, a little sloppy, not too bad. It it wasn't like super sloppy where I was just like, turn off the TV and walk away, but it was still kind of entertaining. Well, Jade Cargill was able to retain her title against Anna Jay, but it was what happened afterwards when we got Athena making her debut in AEW. She is fired up. I can see her taking the title off of Jade Cargill at the, at the first opportunity that she gets, but that's just wishful thinking.
0: And man, before that, Stokely Hathaway coming down to the ring, replacing yes. smart Mark Sterling which uh, uh, kind of makes sense. You know, you put Stokely with the baddies, and then Mark continues maybe to work with Tony Neese or something. I, th- I hope they continue to have Mark as a manager. I think he's a great manager. A um, good friend with uh, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona there, so it's good to see him working uh, for a big company like AEW. But, uh, yeah, the match was a little sloppy at first, but they came back, and uh, the last five minutes of it, the, the, the majority of that match was uh, was really well done. Uh, but no surprise there. But yeah, it was all about the end when uh Stokely Hathaway comes in and he, now he's leading the, the baddies and uh then Athena. Make sense. Home. I That's thought Chris uh, I thought Chris Statlander was gonna turn on Anna J and join uh Stokely and the baddies there for a minute. Uh, uh, that would have been
1: that that, that would have been very funny if to see what that would have happened. But yeah. this actually makes a lot of sense to have Stokely be the I, one to manage uh yeah. circle.
0: And I'm excited to have him. He's a great manager. Uh, there was no reason to fire him in WWE. Well, granted, he wasn't going to resign anyways, but uh, it's good to have him back in pro wrestling. And, uh, you know, and I, I I could even see, uh, it may not even be Athena. It could be Chris Statlander that could take the title out of Jade. I could see that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, Chris Statlander is definitely a strong contender for Jade Cargill now on her comeback, who's looking absolutely phenomenal now. Uh, guys, if we're just joining in to the stream, please go ahead and smash that like button do that right now engage with the show share the show with your friends put it in, the, in your favorite uh, in your favorite wrestling group and get let's get the viewership up and smash that like button I see 114 of you right now watching live for free show the love show the support we love you guys so show the love back go ahead and smash that like button right now all right man let's talk about the finals of the tournament both of women's and the men's Owen Hart Foundation uh, finals. For the men's side, we had Adam Cole, baby, go up against Samoa Joe in an awesome, hard-hitting match. This is the first time that these two guys go at it on TV. I think the—I don't think they've ever done a one-on-one battle, not even a Ring of Honor, did they?
0: I don't know because by the time Cole got in, uh, Joe was gone already. So yeah, and they didn't do anything on
1: NXT either. Just that angle when yeah. you know Joe was when Adam Cole was on his way out, and earlier this year. But this was a really good match. The way that it ended, for me, it was just like, okay, it's fine. But it made sense at the end because now that Adam Cole is the one that beat Samoa Joe and Britt Baker was the one that won against Ruby Soho, Yeah, now we got the AEW True Power Couple winning that Owen Hart Foundation uh, a tournament for both of them. The belts, uh, a nice little throwback to the NWA belt. Yeah, uh, I think you posted that earlier. That was really cool. Yeah, that uh, that you're able to find that. But uh, are you happy with the winners of the tournament, or would yeah. you like to see a little bit of a, of a different result?
0: No, I am. Um, I, I I love both Cole and, and Britt, and to have that moment with them together there, I thought was great. Um, I do agree with everybody that thinks Ruby should have won that. Um, I don't. I don't disagree with you there. I don't. But as soon as Cole won, I wanted Britt to win. Um, that just made the, the thing is that
1: Brent, w- that Brent one clean, like she didn't, yeah. she didn't get any interference or outside
0: help. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Joe match. Yeah. That f- both finishes were kind of sudden finishes. So that was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I didn't mind the fish interference just because he worked the arm that was being worked on by Cole. So I thought that made that, that interference made complete sense to me. It was just the finish. I think a lot of people expected Joe to kick out of maybe at least one finisher, but that just goes to show to you that, uh, that, anybody can uh, fall prey to the boom uh and uh for the women i thought it was great uh man ha- having uh having uh rancid out there I-, I got to finally see them in concert about a year ago uh with dropkick murphy's and so it was very cool to see rancid out there playing uh ruby soho to the ring also um the uh, guitar player for fozzy playing brit baker to the ring was pretty cool as well uh that match also ended very quickly but uh uh, both uh, both finals I thought were very, very solid.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that the, the women's, I to be honest, excuse me for a second, I had a cough. <laughs> to be honest, I felt like the women's final was a more entertaining and more hard fought match than the men's uh final. Just to be honest, it's just my opinion the way that, that the match was put together and the story they told inside the ring. Yeah. was for me, it was a better match compared to the men's. But a lot of the women's matches on this pay per view was actually very, very good. Um, we also had that mixed tag match, uh, the six yeah. person mixed tag match. It was Paige Van Zandt, uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page going up against um, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, and Frankie Kazarian, where they, uh, you know, Scorpio Sky and them, they got the win over them. But that was actually a pretty solid match. And a pretty good debut match for Paige Van Zandt, not going to lie. I mean, she's super green. This is her first professional wrestling debut in front of a pay-per-view going up against, you know, Ty Conti. And everybody's like, you know, taking the brunt of the match. But not bad at all for Paige Van Zandt. I mean, when she dropped that Michinoku driver for a split second, I thought she might have broken Ty Conti's neck. Uh, But, you know, Ty Conti's a pro. She knows what she's doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought she did a, a great job in her debut there. Uh, uh, Ty eating that super kick from Sammy and then later on Twitter saying he's sleeping on the couch tonight. I thought that was funny. (laughs) Obviously we're going to have a beef between Kazarian and Sammy Guevara. That's going to be a tremendous match that I look forward to down the line and then of course we saw later on backstage that uh, the next thing up for Scorpio Sky is going to be Dante Martin and that's going to be another tremendous match to look forward to and uh, speaking of tremendous matches heading uh, uh, going a little backwards here. uh, We had another six person tag six man tag death triangle and the house oh. of black a match that uh a match that we've been looking forward to for a very long time uh obviously with covid and injuries and a lot of other things this has uh, been a while to get to where we got uh i loved little penta in, in the entrance way that was great i don't know if that's you know what out.
1: i was calling him i was calling him Cerito miedito
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know if that's penta or ray's kid i'm not sure whose who's kid that was maybe it was alex's but uh that kid was adorable dressed up as uh as penta uh these that was
1: guys a match too though i mean from, yeah. from from start to end and then we had uh a uh, julia hart coming out finally at the end finally after what six or seven month you know story december. That we've been almost t- six holy first shit! first week of dude. december like, like it took this long to get a payoff from Julia Hart. Why did it take this long?
0: Oh, hell I like it. I like it. I like uh, waiting for the payoff on that, man. You you continue to have her work with, uh, work with the varsity blondes and, uh, you know, and, and she just gradually just kind of turns and turns and turns. And then you, you thought that she was finally going to do it. Uh, when, when Malachi black handed her the chair and she didn't. And then she shows up tonight looking awesome, spit in the mist in pox face. And, uh, Man, I loved it. I, I love that it took that long to get to a paid off because, you know, there's sometimes uh, those type of things are worth the wait. Telling the story that long, stretching it out, it, it made sense here. And I, I thought it was a good job. I thought this match would steal the show, uh, but there was a uh, 10 men that uh, later on would steal the show and destroy the arena uh, that, that actually stole the show. But I thought this, uh, this was probably uh top three match of the night though, between uh, house of black and the death triangle i I would definitely say this definitely fell in the top three for me yeah this is definitely a really fun
1: match from uh from from start to uh to end um but let's jump in really quick before we jump into some of these tag and and women uh title matches let's jump into that uh oh. anarchy in the arena
0: real, real uh, quick well, uh yep. we didn't mention this but what a great moment with Martha Hart coming out presenting the trophy yeah. in the air the belts of the cup um, I I thought that was a great moment. Uh, with her presenting those to Britt Baker and Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, and the fans absolutely loved it. And I think, uh, next year when I go to Double or Nothing in Vegas, I think I will sport one of those badass hats.
0: Uh, I think I'm gonna go the, to. I, I I think I'm gonna go next year too. Ticket uh, flights are usually uh, dirt cheap from here about 30 even 30 bucks sometimes so i think oh, i'm gonna sweet. definitely yeah i, I think uh, through allegiant they're they're really cheap until vegas from omaha so i think yeah, i'm gonna think i might do it next year yeah, yeah i think i'm doing it next year too i haven't been to i've been to nevada uh probably seven eight years ago but i haven't been to vegas since i was like 22 21 or 22 so it's been 20 years since i've actually been to vegas so yeah man uh, vegas last year for summer Sam was pretty fun
1: uh so let's uh let's talk about this uh anarchy in the arena situation so this match was absolutely insane the the jericho appreciation society going up against the blackpool combat club santana and ortiz with eddie kingston this was absolute (laughs) insanity chaotic
0: (laughs) justin roberts justin roberts ladies and gentlemen the shit's about to hit the fan shit's
1: shit's about to hit the fan (laughs) that was great you never see a ring announcer cuss great yeah You
0: never see a ring announcer cuss in a professional wrestler well outside the thing is that the outside of gcw
1: the thing is that like how he takes the pause and he's looking at the hard cam for like a solid three seconds in in a pause ladies and gentlemen Shit's about
0: to hit the (laughs) face. Yeah, outside of the the tremendous Emil J with GCW, you did not see a professional ring announcer cuss. So when Justin Roberts did that, I thought that was great. And man, the fact that they played Wild Thing on repeat while they battled only for Jericho to be a dick and pull the AV cable out of the soundboard, that was tremendous. I thought that was I will
1: admit, I will admit, up until that very point, I didn't realize that I liked having the, the, the wild thing on loop, right? Because it was actually annoying the shit out of me that it was on loop. Wild thing! Dun, 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 dun. It will be over and start over again. And it's just, just just mayhem happening throughout the entire arena. You know, you got Santana and Ortiz jumping off of ladders into tables on one part of the arena. Then there's another fight in the elevator. It goes down and comes back up. There's another fight. In the kiosk stands on the outside where there's mustard and ketchup and blood being thrown all over the place into the merchandise area. Then you go back into the ring, and then the ring is being pulled apart. The top rope is being taken away. And then all of a sudden, John Moxie's being stabbed in the eye, and then someone else is being burnt. And then there's gasoline being poured on someone. And then all of a sudden, barbed wires come out. It's just absolute insanity, Jeremy. It even this had a take- lot. There was a lot. This is worse than Stranger Things. I don't know if you've already watched this last season <laughs> no, of Stranger I, Things. No, I actually
0: haven't seen an episode of that yet, so I need to get on so
1: that someday. Ju- j- Alright, so straight season four of Stranger Things is just like anarchy in the arena. You have <laughs> Five different things going on simultaneously, and you don't know what to pay attention to.
0: Oh, man. I Even JR was cussing during this match. That's to tell you something. Matt Menard was busted the hell open from the beginning by Eddie Kingston. He, he had the bad draw of getting a pissed off Eddie Kingston. Man, that Eddie Kingston promo prior to the match was just pure gold. Uh, so much emotion coming from Eddie there. The bottle of Jack, uh, by his side there. I thought that was a, a great way to set the table. And then, of course, as the match is happening, my Celtics make the NBA Finals, so that was awesome, too. Um, disappointed about that. Disappointed, my lord. Uh, just the the, the white Yankee shirt that Eddie Kingston had on, and uh, this... it was
1: just crimson red by that, like not, not even. Like 10 minutes into it, it was already just completely.
0: And then Eddie, after uh, him and Garcia battle in the elevator, he comes out with a can of gasoline. That's what I'm saying. It's like it
1: it it, it, it went from like level five to level 10 in like two seconds. Oh. It was just absolute insanity. Jay Feliciano watching us on Facebook. Good, a uh, great viewer, great watcher, great supporter of the show. And gentlemen who knows a thing or two about pro wrestling production, no b- background music during the fight, like a movie equals genius. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it, it's almost like a fighting scene. Like, like when there's a group of fighting yeah. people and you just go at it. Ah, wild yeah. Thing. And, yeah, it, and, a, and a, as the as crowd's
0: background. loving that it's playing. So then Jericho's a dick and takes the cable out of the, the soundboard. And, and then you, then you get to kind of a little bit of wrestling and, uh, God, the near falls that they had. Uh, there were some great ones where I thought it was going to be over right there, and then Daniel Bryan saying I'm going to fucking kick his head in. And oh then o- god, that was. And, so then, good, yes. and then only for for Hager or for Jericho to put on the lion tamer and Hager choking him out with a belt. And
1: that was such a beautiful shot too. Yeah,
0: that, right that, there, that being right there. Yeah, that
1: angle with you know with the half Boston crab and then Jake Hager with the rope pulling it back. Ah. Oh. That was, yep. I mean, I wouldn't want to be caught in that submission, but from a production standpoint, when you're trying to get that angle, when you're trying to get an iconic shot, that's definitely going to be a shot to that yeah. that's gonna be remembered.
0: that after that match, uh, uh, Andrade basically saying he has disbanded the AFO. So the AFO is no more butcher in the About blade, time. butcher and the blade are no longer you know why him. though you know why though right Angelico, because they a bunch of losers yeah, no Helico anymore though i like Helico. i hope we see him some uh, uh a little more down the line uh but joining him a new business partner none other than the one and only former ring of honor world champion roosh oh boy
1: Rush. he looks um, he looks. he looks like his leveled up younger brother don't it
0: my God, that's gonna be a pairing that'll, uh, that you know, I don't, you know, look out tag division if that's where they're going with it. I don't know, but and BT uh, Dubs,
1: congratulations to Andrade that did get married. married. to yeah. the Queen Charlotte Flair this weekend, so congratulations to you, Andrade. I saw we, I think most of us already seen the wedding pictures and videos, yep. and uh, it looked like it was a fun time over there.
0: Darby Allen and Kyle Riley had no build, much build, about a week long build uh, when uh, Dar- uh, K- uh, Ko. Uh, KOR attack sting. Uh, but let me tell you 10 minutes. Uh, these guys, they, they brought it, they went balls to the wall. My God, Darby going short on that suit that, that Tope suicided landing on the, Oh man, I thought he was done. I, 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 thank God he was fine there. Um, props to Kyle O'Reilly for getting probably the biggest singles win of his career in AEW to this point, obviously. Uh, of course he had a push in, in NXT as well, but I thought, I was surprised. Uh, this was, a, and everybody else was. This is probably the upset of the night. A lot of people thought Darby would get the win here, but uh, uh, maybe we're getting a maybe we're getting a, a TNT title push for Kyle O'Reilly. Makes sense. I think it makes
1: sense. Uh, I think Scorpio Sky right now is having a really good run with that TNT title, um, and, and kind of like what you were saying, there was not a whole lot of build here, but it was very interesting that they went with the Kyle O'Reilly route because now that Sting is kind of out. Where do you put Darby? Because they're kind of like both together, right? So yeah. maybe this is the maybe this is the time where Kyle O'Reilly steps into that spotlight. I mean, Adam Cole just won the tournament. We have another member of the undisputed era, you know, make noise by becoming a TNT champion. I mean, I don't know. I think I think the ingredients are there, man. Especially since he yeah. never got an NXT run.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, they had the great Uh, They had the great blow-off match with Adam Cole, which uh, had a lot of, uh, interestingly enough, had a lot of callbacks uh, to their great match that, you know, nobody, not many people probably saw in Dallas uh, during WrestleMania weekend uh, Mm -hmm. for Supercard of Honor back in 2016. I was in attendance for it. They had a chain match that was just tremendous that closed the show, and uh, they did a lot of callbacks to that uh, in the NXT feud. So it's good to see. uh, I I actually, uh, when I was at that Ring of Honor show, uh, stood in line right in front of Kyle O'Reilly at the convenience store. Uh, so I got to talk to him for a little bit. Real great guy. So good to see him succeeding in AEW.
1: That's awesome. Uh, so let's talk about some of these other championship matches. We did have the AEW Women's World Championship match. Uh, it was on the line tonight. Thunder Rosa going up against Serena Deeb, and this was actually my favorite match of tonight. Uh, just because of everything that both of these women did. This was the best women's match that they've had to date, in my opinion. In AEW, we've seen, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the lights out match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, real bloody. But when you're talking from like a technical standpoint, where it's a title match and you know you still got the rules that you got to buy to, and this match delivered from the beginning to the end, from the initial tie up to the very ending, uh, where Thunder Rosa was able to get the win. I thought this was a beautifully told match highly entertaining and man i i love that part where thunder rosa was just so passionate for uvalde and she just mm-hmm. goes and puts that clothesline on her and it ends up closing up and winning that match but uh that match was pretty entertaining what'd you think of that one man
0: yeah i love the uh tribute to uvalde there uh on her gear to her entrance gear um I thought it was. I don't know if I would put it as the best women's match uh, in AEW history, but it was a very good match. And I knew it would be because both women are great technical wrestlers. I thought, honestly, it could go either way. I could see Serena Deeb actually winning this tonight, Uh, though Thunder really hasn't had that long of a title run. But uh, all things uh, aside, I thought they put on a a tremendous match, some great counters, uh, and everything done there I I really loved. Uh, Just announced for Dynamite on Wednesday a big 10 man tag match. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage team up with the Hardys to take on the Undisputed Elite.
1: And as we just saw a, a, a little bit ago in the uh, three-way tag team title match, Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus were able when, to retain their titles.
0: When when Christian had Jungle Boy up on his shoulders, I immediately thought of when, huh, Batista, he started. when Batista had Randy Orton on his shoulders and Triple H gave the all.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's destined to happen. We just don't, it's a matter of when, not if, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, this was another fun match—a uh, really fast-paced triple threat tag team matchup.
0: For, uh, for being in a tough spot following the anarchy in the arena, they performed complete. They did great. Um, the, and they, they, the crowd was not dead for this where the crowd could easily have been dead following a match like anarchy in the arena. The crowd was completely hyped up for this great 15 minute title match. Um, again, uh, the end had some tremendous near falls where I thought any of the three teams had the win there and they didn't get it. Uh, again i don't agree with the win here uh jungle boy and luchasaurus have had kind of a lackluster title run because it's really lacked any good feuds there hasn't really been a, a feud uh that any kind of personal feud in this at all no i and, think
1: what's gonna happen here i think is that that christian cage is gonna be the main cause of how they lose their titles like something happens where yeah. he causes a major distraction and they lose the titles I'll tell you way, what, and that's how we get that feud started.
0: I'll tell you what, though, Powerhouse Hobbs is improving every week, week in and week out. He had a tremendous performance in there with a bunch of seasoned professionals. How about Ricky
1: Starks, man? Ricky Starks absolutely delivered too, man. When he, I did love that strut walk, on the top rope, yeah. Oh, that was that was awesome. <laughs> and, and then we got to it. see the three Hosses of AEW, oh, yeah, Lee Luchasaurus. And big powerhouse Hobbs, man. That was just a sight to see. That was awesome, dude. Everything was was great great about that.
0: Fucking uh, Swerve, uh, 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 Keith Lee holding on to Swerve as he goes off the turnbuckle and then moonsaults off of Keith Lee's chest to the outside. That was tremendous as well. I really wanted Swerve and Keith Lee to win. Uh, but you know, uh, I guess there's a story to tell with, uh, with Jurassic Express yet, uh, down the line. And I don't know who that team is going to be. You know, I honestly, I think, uh, uh, I'd love to see Santana and Ortiz get in there. Obviously, FTR is another consideration. Then you got Andrade and Rouge could be in there and throwing a wild card into the whole thing.
1: I think it's the Hardys. I think it's going to be the Hardys. I think that's where that we're going to be at. Voltaire uh, Tawari asking but, on Facebook, why did Luchasaurus hit Jungle Boy? Well, I think there's a miscommunication. Well, why did back. Sammy hit Tay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 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 All right, man. Imagine
0: uh, so- Christian turning on. Jurassic Express to join the Hardys how insane would that be
1: not out of the realm of possibility I think that would be that would be pretty awesome it would be really really shocking
0: I don't think that's what's going to happen I think he's going to turn when they lose uh he's going to blame Jungle Boy and then we're going to start a great one-on-one feud with Christian and Jungle Boy I think Chris I think Jungle Boy I think Christian's been blaming Jungle Boy for some of these losses in his mind the way that they've been kind of interacting uh going through there. That's why I thought he was going to do the old Batista drop with Randy Orton there at the end. Uh obviously they won the title, so now that wasn't the time. But hey, just remember that moment. Remember that picture. And if yeah. he does it again in a situation where they may have lost, mm-hmm. then you know. Mm-hmm. Then you
1: know. Yep. Then then you know. Michael Collier, how was it that Keith Lee was able to jump over that top oh, rope? That he got was some air that- he cleared it. His Ooh. belly cleared it. That was unbelievable that he was able to do that. He cleared I don't know. that
0: by a that long a margin. Major, man. He cleared that, that is... by a long margin.
1: He sure the hell did. Guys, go ahead and sound off in the comments. How do you score this year's AEW double or nothing, one through ten? I personally am going to give this a nine. We had a lot of great debuts. Uh, so we got to see Athena. We got to see good old Michael Bibbins. Um, hell yeah. So I think just because we got those two and then we also had some culminations of the term tournament, we had a title change. I mean, this is a really good pay-per-view. The entire view was pretty fun from uh, beginning to end. If I have to nitpick anything, um, you know, just from being on that standpoint, I would just say the length for, for it might've been a little bit too long for my liking. Um, I think that, that you could have wrapped this up at 1130, 1145 and uh you didn't need to have darby allen and um in the matchup uh in the actual card you could probably put that on dynamite um i don't know uh that's the only thing but overall man i think i'm gonna give it a nine
0: yeah i think i'll give it a nine in a quarter uh maybe nine and a half uh, leading towards nine and a half only real match that really didn't uh field pay-per-view quality was Jade dana jay though they did turn out to have a good match at, and it was only a seven or eight minutes it was a short match they had a rough beginning but they they, can't, they pulled it in by the end of it but th- that was more of a tv match than a pay-per-view match everything else felt like a pay-per-view match even the the quick build with, with kyle o'reilly and darby allen that still delivered and had a, a great pay-per-view match um i will probably it's hard to pick between anarchy and the arena and the main event Uh, title match but i'm gonna have to go with the title match just because of all the storytelling that was done between hangman and punk um that'll probably be my favorite match of the night but just above anarchy in the arena because when it comes to no dq matches that was a master class in a no dq match uh so everything clicked on a pay-per-view level for me i didn't mind the uh, length at all i'm a night owl anyways plus it was great content so it didn't feel like over four and a half hours for me, or if you include the buy-in, uh, put another extra half hour on top of that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to lean towards a nine point five because uh, almost everyone delivered on a pay-per-view level on these uh, this lengthy card tonight.
1: Yeah, man, it was a uh, it, it, it was a really good show. A lot of the viewers here scoring, uh, giving them some high scores, eight nines and tens. I'm seeing that pretty much across the board. Here in the chat section, but guys, we really appreciate you. Continue to uh comment in the comment section. Let us know what you guys thought about it. Uh, we got bricks 718, 187 to giving it a nine out of 10. Ozzy giving it a 10. Uh, we have outside giving it a seven and a half, Thomas uh cleverton nine out of ten. Michael Collier, eight out of eight out of ten. Ricky Castillo going all the way off of the the score charts to a 20. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So so people are, are reacting. Oh, he, he must po- have mistyped. <laughs> so so the fans are definitely reacting positively to this. Uh, we'll see what happens on Wednesday night on the aftermath of Double or Nothing uh, once we get to see that, also that 10-man tag, and uh, some words from CM Punk as the new AEW champion. So Wednesday should be interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll look forward to it, see what direction they go after uh. Uh, CM Punk finally, uh, uh, you know, long journey since he's been world champion. And you can see it in his face, the emotion, the tears. Uh, it was a truly tremendous moment uh, that CM Punk is back on top of the mountain again. And it'll be interesting to see who shows up next. Maybe Kenny Omega <clears throat> making a return. Uh, who knows? Who knows? It's uh, going to be, uh,
1: be cool to see. The, uh, the the landscape has definitely changed now in AEW. So now we got to pay attention to see what happens this Wednesday. Uh, we will be back in a few hours, all right? Because it yeah. is Monday. It is happy, happy Memorial Day. We, we will be,
0: uh, <coughs> we will be doing a show on the holiday.
1: Yeah, we will be doing a show later this afternoon, just a little bit before RAW, to cover the hottest news in uh, in wrestling. I'm sure we'll get some follow up uh, from the media scrum that's happening actually right now yep. from AEW. Hot. So we'll probably have some more information on that uh, tomorrow, uh, later, l- later in the afternoon. So thank you, guys for tuning in we appreciate you we love you remember to subscribe to our channel on youtube twitch and on facebook smash that notification bell so you never miss whenever we go live give us a follow on our social medias i'm at jose g official on instagram twitter and on tiktok you can follow jeremy bennett at jb huskers so we'll be back tomorrow with uh with the top story right around 6 30 p.m eastern standard time We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, remember when you are watching wrestling, you have to do the most important
0: thing, which is what, Jeremy? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. Watch out, watch out.